Hello everyone. Welcome back to another Life's Transformational Self-Help Production. I am your host, Wilhelmina. And I'm going to start this episode out with bringing a shift into the atmosphere of our mindset with the thoughts of gratitude and for receiving God's blessings. In His presence there is fullness of joy, love, peace, forgiveness, deliverance, and protection. So enter in at your own discretion and let the healing process begin. We'll open with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity that you have given us once again with opening our eyes and allowing us to be in your presence once again. Forgive us of our sins and restore your love, joy, and peace to all who may be feeling as though all hope is lost. Father God, download in me your will to share with our listeners so that they will be drawn into a relationship with you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, heal all who may be mentally, physically, emotionally, and or financially, and or poverty stricken. Father God, in the name of Jesus, open the eyes of the hearts of all of our listeners so that they can see who they are to become and walk in their gift this year and also to draw closer in relationship with you. Help them to make preparations for a change which will lead to their prosperity as well as move in the now and hear your directions to stay conscious. Help our listeners to understand that it is according to their faith that the impossible becomes possible. Forgive every one of their sins and pour out your spirit over and into their lives, overflowing, causing the eyes of their hearts to be opened and acted to the hearing of your voice and in fulfilling your will and preparing and establishing them to wait with great expectations upon having a prosperous greater outcome than what they have perceived in their past. Father God, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in earth, meaning in every vessel that is listening in on this podcast episode. Teach every listener your way of thinking so that everything they say or do will be the manifestations of what your hopes, dreams, and promises are for their lives. Through your will and not of their own, cause a shift to happen in their life and in their perceptions of how they have once thought and bring it into a reality of prosperity through guiding them into living every day in the now because it is in the now that you are moving. Father God, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Before we start our episode, I would like to acknowledge that the music in the background, I haven't any rights to it and it is used as a way of blocking out 
the background noises so that every listener would get an exceptional experience and clarity on what is being said. I would like to begin this episode with a thought to ponder. What do you do when you hate the atmosphere you're in but love the growth from it? And the title of this episode is Atmospheric Toxins. Before this episode, I researched what it means to be living in a toxic environment. Here I present another name which atmospheric toxins are known by. They are known by air toxics, also known as toxic air pollutants or hazardous air pollutants are those pollutants that cause or may cause cancer or other serious health effects such as reproductive effects or birth effects or adverse environmental and ecological effects. You're probably wondering what does this have to do with my walk with God? It has a lot to do with where you are in your walk with God. You want to know where you are or where you stand with God. Reflect upon the observation of your life over the course and period of three months to a year. See if anything in your life has become the manifestations of you drawing closer in your walk with God or have slowly drawn you closer to being shaped into the culture of this world. And you can see this with giving yourself a spiritual checkup. Since Satan is the prince of the power of the air, as said in scripture, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. And also, you will find that, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. This can be found in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verses 12 through 13. The atmospheric toxins or pollutants are spiritual disobedience, rebellion, unbelief. Did you know that unbelief is in opposition to what God says and that makes it sin. Fear, making and sacrificing idols to other gods such as Astrid, such as voodoo, such as witchcraft, and also 
when you are given more of your attention to other things. This puts you in opposition with God. And not only that, that is the way that the enemy is using his tools to keep you bound, to keep you from reaching your purpose. In one of my earlier episodes, I encourage our listeners about giving yourself a spiritual checkup and that we would need to do this often to be sure we are aligned with the will of God. In checking, observe whether you have and still is or are weathering spiritual warfare because this will determine your closeness to your destiny. Without spiritual warfare, there will be no growth and it means that the reason you're not experiencing spiritual warfare is because our adversary, the devil, feels he doesn't need to do anything greater to stop your growth because you're lukewarm and that you have gotten comfortable where you are about your walk with God. So he keeps his henchmen guarding your soul to make sure you are comfortable with your life just the way it is. Now, as you grow, you start to become uncomfortable, which is what is supposed to happen. So we don't adapt to fitting into this world culture of unrighteousness and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. This is found in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse two. It's meaning to have a changed heart, changed mind. It means to go opposite direction of what darkness is, what unrighteousness is. What do you do when you hate the atmosphere you're in? You draw closer to your divine supreme, who is Jesus. Be inclined to living out the word. Get on a personal level with your spiritual walk and into a personal relationship with God. You live every day in the now and righteous as though it were your last. When the warfare gets rough, take everything and lay it at the feet of Jesus, meaning to fervently engage in conversation with him only about your problem or problems. Not talking to any demons because they don't deserve your attention. Not worthy of your attention, only God is worthy of your attention. Speak into your life, the breath of his life and over your life with the word of life, such as every man also to whom God hath given riches and wealth and hath given him power to eat thereof and to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor This is the gift of God. This is what God has given to me. 
his riches and wealth and power and all authority in heaven. And this scripture is found in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 19. Communicate with God about the discomforts that affect your ability to focus or meditate on his word and ask questions about what it is that he needs you to do. And if this is training grounds for strengthening your spiritual muscle for a greater purpose or if this is an unnecessary attack from the enemy that when I pray against it, will it pass immediately and seek the Holy Spirit direct as well as strengthening you also this is necessary John chapter 15 4-7 abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine no more can ye except ye abide in me I am the vine says the Lord ye are the branches he that abideth in me and I in him the same bringeth forth much fruit for without me you can do nothing if a man abide not in me he is cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. And although you may feel uncomfortable with the spiritual warfare, and may hate it, if you're in it for a long durance, it must be that either you haven't learned the lesson God is testing you on, or it is because this is your testing ground and you would need to learn how to embrace the atmosphere you're in meaning to love it that atmosphere because it is preparing you for a purpose for far greater than what you're thinking understand it is something out of your control and it will not change until God decides you are well prepared for the battle which lies ahead. I know because at this moment, I am and other believers are constantly in these types of testing grounds. Once you have passed the test, then you will be able to move on to the next phase to start training all over again. Different assignment, and you take what you've learned from the last training to get out of your way of doing and into God's way of pushing sooner. See, our way of thinking delays the process and keeps us repeating the same thing over and over again because our brain goes into the habits of doing it ourselves, which sends us through the repeat cycle again and causes us to become frustrated with God. 
So, when you're in this spiritual warfare, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Quoting the Word of God, worshiping and praising, and glorifying God in your vessel. Not no other way. Because in the spiritual warfare, if you decide to sin in any way, there's no big or no little sin. But if you were to sin, say a lie, you must repent. And you must go back and you, not, you need to have sincerely in your heart to denounce that lie. Because if you do not, it is an open door for access to the enemy, for the enemy to have access to you. You wanna leave all doors closed. And you have to be careful with what you watch on TV, at the movies, what kind of music you listen to. And everything that you do, be observant. Because the enemy is walking around prowling like a roaring lion. Although it is a bluff, but if you're not keeping yourself pure and holy, your mind and your thoughts, even cursing words, even things that you read, they all can be harmful. Those little doors that can be open and expand to bigger doors, to more attacks, in your life and you want to also declare and decree the blessings of the Lord over your life and declare and decree his healings and that your life belongs to him and put on the mind of Christ at all times. That's meaning in love, loving the enemy, praying for your enemy. And I'm not speaking about yourself. You can pray for yourself. But when I say enemy, that's someone else that are in opposition of the will of God who has come and harmed you. It's not easy to do. It's easier said than done because I've heard people say it, but the thing is, I believe that it is easier done than said because when you have the spirit of the living God inside you. 
you're being transformed from the inside out. Your mind is being removed, renewed. And you are capable of loving your enemy. You are capable of forgiving your enemy. You are capable of praying, speaking a word over your enemy that God changes their hearts. Keep this in mind that even though you have a atmospheric toxin situation, situation, that all things are possible through Christ Jesus. Through a changed mind, changed heart, changed will, and through obedience. We're approaching the end of this episode and I would like to give you the opportunity to reflect upon how close and far you would like your walk to be with God. I'm inviting you to a prayer of confession, faith. Could you pray with me? Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus died and rose on the third day just for me. I'm asking you to come into my life and direct my path towards your righteousness. My hopes, my dreams are in you. You, Father God, are the source the only source for making my hopes, dreams, visions, and destiny a reality. And in you, I am protected. I decree and declare it in the name of Jesus. In you, I have my, my being. It is according to my perceptions of who you are that I may increase. When I magnify you, in you I have my being, and without you I could do nothing. Father God, I surrender every area of my life to you, now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Now that you have prayed this prayer of belief in Jesus, only the beginning of what is necessary. It is necessary that you be water baptized. That means going down under the water, being brought under the water, fully, fully emerged and brought up, which is the outward symbol that you have died to your old life. And it is brought up in the newness of Christ. Put it on the mind of Christ. Live it out your life as Christ did and to receive the Holy Spirit which is the completion of our sealed promise from Jesus for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body whether we be Jews or Gentiles whether we be bound or free and have been all made to drink into one spirit this is found in 1st Corinthians chapter 12 verse 13 so as you can see it's not only the Jews that this was extended to. The Gentiles. God loves everyone. The Gentiles are everyone who is not a Jew. And it, this is to all believers. Anyone who believes, he will give them this spirit. 
his spirit. The Holy Spirit is our only way of escaping and having liberty, freedom and peace of mind for temporarily living in this world. And the reason why I say this world is because this is not our world. We belong to heaven. We are heirs to the kingdom of heaven. Until you understand your identity, you will not receive that. Today, if you are unsure or struggling about which way to go, now is the time for you to reflect on what your future would look like because of the choices and decisions you make today. This is not a time for turning your back on God, but an opportunity to receive him while he's near. Looking back will make you unfit. And it says in scripture, And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. You will find this in Luke chapter 9, verse 62. You may be wondering when it will be the right time to receive the Holy Spirit. Now is the time. It was zero to five seconds, the moment that you begin to listen in on this podcast episode. That is when it became your appointed time. Choose ye today whom you will serve. Will it be God or man? The question is, will it be to live out your life victorious with Jesus or to live a life out with the world, do as the world does, live it in a life of defeat? And if it seem evil, Unto you to serve the Lord, choose ye this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is found in Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. Reflected over your life, you may come to a point where it's time for you to rethink and change what you're used to to doing if things hasn't turned out to be the way that you've expected or it seems as though your life has become out of control it means that it is time for you to come out of the conference of fear doubt worry shame unbelief and all negativity that you have made a home with you know that sense of security that you've been holding on to and step out with trusting God 100% by offering it up as a sacrifice to Him. If you choose not to do so, that is one way of choosing defeat over victory. And you're saying that I'm going to keep my foot in heaven and keep my foot in hell just in case I miss out on my opportunity for God to prosper me and have my fun too. Taking this type of risk could cause you to miss the rapture. This is double-minded thinking. And it says in scripture, as a reminder, double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. That means that if you're double-minded, that means you're capable of just doing anything 
without taking consideration, not even in the thought. And you are accountable for the choices you make, whether it has been in your past or in your present. And there is no one you can blame for that choice or decision that you have made but yourself. So don't be deceived by double-minded thinking. This is impossible. So stop allowing the enemy to feed you his lies. And just in case you didn't know, he is the father of lies. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there, there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. This is found in the book of John chapter 8, verse 44. So you can't serve God and you can't serve man. You can't worship two gods at the same time. Loving one God, you'll end up hating the other. Adoration of one feeds contempt for the other. You can't worship God and money both. This is found in the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. But choose wisely because that day you choose to step back into sin or turn and go the opposite of what God has planned for your life could become the darkest day of your life and cost you more than physical things which may seem of importance to you but the greatest of them all is an eternity in heaven with God if you're looking for a true reality this is what is to come then shall the dust return to the earth as it was and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it this is found in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 7. Your body returns to the earth from which it came, and your spirit will be returned to God. And there will your spirit and soul stand before God, waiting for the judgment for what was done in this life. Your spirit makes up who you are, not your physical body. If you grasp unto this concept, you will have an understanding of which direction you should go in this life, because this life is not your life your life is in another place which is in heaven don't wait too long before making a decision because that decision could cause could cause you your residency in heaven the one place no one wants to be also remember that your choices define where your destiny lies and to choose sin is to step out of alignment headed towards death and it is choosing to die not only physically mentally emotionally but also spiritually there are two deaths the physical and spiritual death with christ you only experience one death and that is spiritual dying to self but if you are in opposition of god's will for your life you will experience dying twice physically and spiritually glorifying self, spirit and soul unresting eternally in hell, a permanent death, no coming back. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, which is found in Romans chapter 6, verse 23. If you're finding yourself occasionally or habitually practicing any of these things that I mentioned, sexual immorality, any type of sex outside of marriage, adultery, 
having any type of sexual relations with others outside of your marriage. Your marriage is a covenant or partnership between you and the one you've decided or chose to be in covenant with. Plus, God honors marriage between a man and woman. Homosexuality, which is an abomination, it falls under sexual morality. It is having sexual pleasures and sex with someone of the same sex. If you are practicing or living under the same roof, sleeping in the same bed, it is a type of shacking up. It is a fornication, which is a deadly sin, a deadly sexual sin against your own body. And if you are desiring to or have already entered into a marriage with the same sex, each and every one of these things I just spoke of, it is still shacking up, fornication, playing house, living under the same roof. Keep in mind, living in the same, sleeping in the same bed, it is a type of shacking up also and papers of a sign deal with the devil and his kingdom. And another nasty habit is gossip. Talking negatively as well as positively about anyone without their consent or shall we say using someone else's information as a conversation starter and or to belittle or bully that person etc etc these are sure signs of demonic spirits riding your back it's time to break the sin cycle you know that saying you are what you eat meaning physically meditate on the fact that this is not entirely true because you are spirit soul and body so your body is affected by what you eat and isn't all of you therefore your spirit and soul is affected by what you consume on a daily basis mentally and emotionally you will become whatever you give your attention to meaning that whatever you entertain its spirit will come to live inside of you and the very god of peace sanctify you holy and i pray god your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Like I have mentioned in previous episodes, that your body is temporary, is a temporary housing, and that which can't be seen, spirit and soul, is forever or permanent. Everything that you say is going out into the spirit realm. This is the example. It doesn't return. You can only repent and change what you thought and spoken. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. This is found in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. The choices you make today will have a positive or negative outcome on your purpose, and it changes the blueprint of your destiny for your New Year's resolution. Although we are well past half the year, make a declaration and decree to walk in the fullness of God's presence 
and to renew your mind on a consistent basis by receiving a spiritual transplant, changing the heart of who you used to be to the spirit of who God is now. When I speak of heart, this isn't a physical heart, but spiritual. It is the heart of who you are, which makes you who you are. Your new heart is the connection to being ready for the rapture, and you can't leave this earth without it. Or you will find yourself in a place of disarray, unwanted, or uncertainty. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he can not enter into the kingdom of God. This is found in John chapter 3, verse 5. So, Nicodemus and Jesus is having a conversation. And Nicodemus wants to know how he can be a part of this kingdom that Jesus is talking about, a paradise. And Jesus responds to him with, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus is wondering, how is it that you can be born again? And his question to Jesus is, can I go, how can I go, can I go back into my mother's womb a second time? And Jesus responds again and says, except a man be born of the water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So, this it was an invitation given to him. And now, is one offered to you. So receive your transplant today and stay connected to your true destiny. Be prepared to leave and stay erect, meaning standing firm and being watchful and staying connected to the main source, which is God, your alignment. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is found in the book of Acts chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. In other words, completing the equation, believing plus water baptism, receiving the Holy Spirit is a compass which continuously keeps us in position for reaching our heaven-bound destiny. In whom ye also trusted that, trusted after that ye heard the word of God. You heard the truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. This is found in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verses 13 through 14. Jesus is the only connection to eternal life, your new heart helping you in making the rapture and getting you into heaven. You may be wondering if it really takes all of this to wake up smiling with great joy and knowing you're free. And yes, I have to say, 
it does take 100% of your dedication in prayer and being in the presence of God and your participation for establishing your mood every day and being in the presence, in his presence at all times. I promise you will not be disappointed. Our connection to God is through prayer and the Holy Spirit. Humans are a spirit house in a body. Yes, the body you are possessing is a temporary housing, which means it is loaned out to you because earth is not your home. And it doesn't make us who we are, but transports us from point A to point B. When we choose to live for God, our spirit connects with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit guides or instructs us on how to fulfill the plan that God has for our lives. Receiving the Holy Spirit provides wisdom. It becomes your guide, the help in your times of need. It will be a compass for you when you can't see your way. He is your way for being kept, your strength and sustainability in times of uncertainty. For those of you who believe in Jesus and are living the Christian life, believing and walking the life does you no service if you're walking around without the Holy Spirit residing in you. Without the Holy Spirit, you are just a vessel without any power and a prey for our adversary, the devil. The Holy Spirit is your engagement ring and down payment of God's promise to you. If you are already saved but haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit or haven't gotten an opportunity to know Jesus on a personal level, this invitation is extended to you so that you could experience a spectacular celebration into living beyond what you could ever think, dream, or ask. With God is life without limits. Now that you have some clarity about how the Holy Spirit operates and its connection with us, this is your opportunity to receive everything God has predestined for your life. Open up and allow the Holy Spirit to fulfill your lifetime as promised. On your journey to rediscovering what possibilities could become a reality, you may want to ponder upon building a personal relationship with God. As we are ending this episode, please adventure over to the youtube channel and listen to a song titled the invitation by nicholas and the old apple tree by shirley caesar and the song cycles by jonathan reynolds and also the song no greater love by the mississippi mass choir to get a reflection of how it will be when you stand before god in his extended love for you when you decide to return from your backslidden state of mind and to become more aware of the sin cycle and freeing yourself of it and also the true love you've been searching for to fill that void in your life no one could fill it for you but god we are whole and complete in him also could you have the heart to share these episodes with your friends and family all you have to do is direct them to the anchor.fm app spotify Apple Podcasts, Breaker Podcast, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Podcasts, and all platforms that this podcast is on. And register, download to listen. If you are or any of your people would like to hear more episodes, please don't hesitate to click on the favorite follow and or subscribe buttons located within the app and share it. You will receive notifications of new published episodes. Also, I greatly appreciate each and every one of you 
your child and or children's listening and participation. And to all of my first time and continuous listeners, may your 2023 be sun kissed with the favor of God over your life. Wonderful, blessed, prosperous, victorious, and full of God's presence working through you. This concludes our episode. Thank you for listening. Your host, Wilhelmina. Have a blessed, prosperous, and productive day or evening or morning or night.